Afternoon and good night, and welcome back to the Hip Hop Club Believe Podcast. I am your host, my name is EZ, and for today's episode, the first episode of the year, we're gonna be taking it way, way back with this day in hip hop. We also gonna be checking out the come up of the one and only Sugar Hill Gang. Stay tuned. to the Hip Hop Cover League Podcast, Four Leaves, Four Elements. Y'all know the drill. Happy 2022, everybody. Happy New Year. I hope this year brings y'all nothing but success, but good vibes, good friends, good family. I just wish y'all the best. Uh, I really want to just thank everybody again for a great year last year. Uh, it was the first year we started this shit, so... Man, this is a brand new year, brand new episode. This is looking great all around. I will never get tired of saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for supporting, for listening, for tuning in. It's it's crazy, man. It's been a crazy ride. My voice is back this week. It's finally back. I don't feel sick anymore. I feel great. I feel like it's a brand new year because it is. It's just, you know, I have a brand new voice. I'm I'm feeling good all around, all around. All right, so we're going to start the year off right. And it's only right to take it back all the way to the beginning. Well, not all the way to the beginning, but close to the beginning. I want to take it back. Uh, I want to start with this day in hip hop. So what happened this day in hip hop? Well, on January 5th, 19. 19- 80, the song Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang became the first hip-hop single to reach the Billboard Top 40. Man, ain't this song like one of the most recognizable songs ever? And, well, at least in hip-hop? I think even ever. I mean, who doesn't know that? A hip-hop, a hippity, hip-hop, hippity. Come on, man. Everybody knows that shit. I remember as a little kid, I used to say, I didn't even know where I, where I got it from. Like, it's It's crazy. It's it's one of those. Of course, there's tons of songs that I think are just worldwide recognizable. I think Snoop has some of those. Maybe even Jay Z has a couple of those. Shit, maybe Drake. I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot of songs. A lot of older songs as well that are just worldwide recognizable. Um, and this is one of them. Rappers delight. Oh, shit, man, a top forty hit in 1980. That's that's nuts, you know. It's just nuts doing that today. But the Sugar Hill Gang. So I want to, I want to, I want to get into the history of Sugar Hill Gang because, like I said, I do this shit to learn myself too. And to be honest, I don't, I don't know too much of them. I really don't. I just, I did some research on them. Like, yeah, I think I don't think a lot of newer people know who, what they did, who they were, how they came up, all of that shit. 
you know, I wish I wish uh, I had a lot of time on these episodes. Well, I mean, really, I can do whatever the fuck I want, right? But I try to keep them short just for editing sake, for, you know, for not even trying to talk too much, um, not trying to lose my voice, <laughs> all that shit. You know, obviously, when I have people up, up, up here... Um, I, I go longer for sure just because, you know, I feel it out. It's, it's, it's better. I never go longer than I need to. I'll never go shorter than I need to. I, it's just right every single fucking time. But anyways, the Sugar Hill Gang. So I want to get into to how who they are, first of all. Let's start there. Let's start there. Who Who's the Sugar Hill Gang, you may ask? Well, it consisted of three people. Consisted of Wonder Mike was one of the rappers. Um, his real name is Michael Wright. Big Bank Hank. His real name was Henry Jackson. And then the last one, Master G. O'Brien. Now, rest in peace to Big Hank. Big Hank, well, Big Bank Hank. Excuse me about that. Big Bang Hank, he passed away in 2014. I believe it was of cancer. So rest in peace to him. He definitely left his imprint in the game along with the rest of his crew. Um, but this crew, they came from, well, they're all from Englewood, New Jersey. Of course, the east side, the the mecca of hip-hop. Well, that's New York, but it's, it's close enough, New Jersey. Um, the three were assembled into a group by the producer Sylvia Robinson. Now, I got to tell you even about, let's take it even before Sugar Hill Gang. Sylvia Robinson. Who is Sylvia Robinson? She founded Sugar Hill Records. Now, I, I got to highlight her because at the time, just think about, so this happened, our, this Sugar Hill Records was was founded in 1979, and it was founded by husband and wife, Joe and Sylvia Robinson. Now, I think that's just fucking dope how she is like the the owner of this, like she started this. And talk about like girl power, right? I mean, shit, who a lot of people regard her as like the mother of hip hop. And I think, I think it's fucking dope. So this, this, um, the Sugar Hill label, um, the first record was actually Rapper's Delight. It was 1979. 1979 is when it came out, but 1980 is when they got that, that they made the top 40. But through this record, record label, they released a lot of other songs, um, with, with different artists sylvia she produced a lot of several several music videos as well um and and she she just man she she did it all it's a salute to sylvia she actually passed away in 2011 salute to sylvia robinson her birth name was sylvia vanderpool uh robinson was her her marriage name if you will but yeah she she is credited as the driving force behind the two landmark singles rapper's delight and the message by Grandmaster Flash. Man, talk about iconic songs. These songs are iconic in hip hop in the world. And she was the one behind them. Like she huge reason to this. She received a Pioneer Award for her career as well because she was a singer as well. And man, she she just her long career was was amazing. Um, from what I've read, you know, she grew up, I believe, in Harlem. She began teaming up with like different different artists and she started recording her own stuff as well um you know i don't want to spend too much time on on her come up so salute to sylvia um sylvia robinson she is the queen of she is a queen she was a queen rest in peace to her soul as well um so yeah she she formed the sugar hill record and like i said they had many artists they went through many artists 
Now I want to bring it to the Sugar Hill Gang. Now, I one of the articles that I came across that I think was really dope is an article where um, a guy named Dave Simpson, he's, he interviews Sugar Hill Gang. I don't know what year this was. Um, this was definitely a lot later in their careers. But they, he does a great job. Salute to him for, for a dope ass interview. They start talking about how they came together and made Rapper's Delight, uh, which I think was really dope. So Master G, he says, um, when I was in the 10th grade in New Jersey, I went to a party and heard someone talking rhythm, rhythmically through a mic. That was rapping. That's what they're doing in New York. I had a, I had started DJing to make some money and added rapping to my repertoire. Man, I, I think it's dope when I when I go back and, and read these old time things. Especially, I don't know. I, I wish I was around and like I, okay. Maybe I don't wish I was around, but I wish I could go back to these times, these seventies, eighties times, sixties, even fifties, you know, like the early times. I know hip hop was like eighties or late seventies, but um but even going way before that, just to see how, how life was, how different shit was, um, you know, I wish there was like time capsules we can we could take that we can go back for, I don't know, a day a week, whatever it is, and just experience that shit. But but yeah, when I when I read these things, I, I just just think about that what the time was back then. Um hip hop was barely becoming a thing people didn't know exactly what it was you know um like like he explained in in this article um it was just people just saying things but in a with a rhythm you know and then you added like a little beat break to it and you know y'all know the history of how hip-hop started but he says at this point it was something that that we did at parties nobody thought of it as commercial then Sylvia Robinson, founder of the hip hop label Sugar Hill, decided to make a record and looked for talent in New Jersey. There, that's where she was living. Uh, Big Bank Hank, rest in peace, rapped and made pizzas. So she auditioned for him in front of a pizza parlor. I rapped in her car. Then Wonder Mike was next, um, and she said, "I can't choose, so I'll put you all together." And that's basically how how they came together. And they had a, they had a couple. Big records. This one was the biggest by far. Sugar Hill Gang. I mean, uh, Rappers Delight. You know, after this, they 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 couldn't. They never topped that. But but again, that that happens with everybody. That happens with all the artists. You know, usually it's the first couple records that pop you off, and you usually don't reach that high ever again. We see plenty of examples of that in this day and age for sure. Um, but yeah, they they said they would they would start rapping together. Um, they, they were learning about like samplers and, you know, how to put, how to put beats together. Wonder Mike, they, they asked, they asked him a little bit about, about their come up as well. And he says at parties, guys would pass mics around for hours. So rapping for 20 minutes in the studio seemed like nothing. When we made the record, we kept coming up with clever things and producers never stopped us. The finish, the finished recording was 19 minutes long. All the rap done in one take, but we cut it to 15, making the intro shorter and cutting out some party noise. Man, one take, one take caught it. That's crazy. I, shit, man, I ain't no rapper, but damn, I just, on one take, I would, I would think, I would think a lot of rappers need multiple takes, especially how, how some, I don't know, some people be rhyming. Of course, there's, there's those rappers, those artists that, that definitely have it down and they could do that. In, in no time, you know, like 
no effort. They they can just do it. They were born to rap pretty much. But again, then there's you can I don't know if you can hear it, but sometimes I think about some records where you know, punching in and stuff. I just think of Easy E when when he was making the um the six four record and how, how he had to punch in every line and at the end of the day it just sounds cohesive whenever you listen to it. It sounds like he just wrapped it all in one take. That you know, but but to actually do it in one take and and I'm I can just imagine back in the day the equipment wasn't as as you know, as good as it is today. Where um, back then you probably did have to do stuff in one take sometimes. Sometimes, you know, when you record, it's not as easy as just swiping to left that it is today or just clicking back or delete, whatever it is. And like you actually had to rewind tapes and stuff. And yeah, that that's just that's just crazy. Um, so back to Wonder Mike. He says, my rap was part planned, part sp- spontaneous. I can't even say that. I wanted the start to be powerful and was inspired by the old sci-fi show, The, the Outer Limits. Which began, there's nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. So his introduction went, Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. <laughs> you know, I'm not that. And he says, And because I wanted to appeal to everyone, I said, I'd like to say hello to the black, to the white, and the red, and the brown. <laughs> and that's my attempt at rapping right there. I, I just think of these lyrics. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, not hearing rap you know as a fan back in the day you know it's so new it was so new at the time i don't know what what people thought when when they heard certain lyrics um you know of course lyrics then progress to to different things telling different stories but at at this time you know these lyrics are just are just fun and upbeat and and they just talk about you know just bringing people together it's um it's just to me it's just amazing to see again how things were back in the day it's just crazy it's crazy to think about he's he also says one line was spoke was a spoken drum roll y'all y'all can probably tell which line was is to the bang bang boogie say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie the heat the beat (laughs) of course he says a lot cooler a lot faster than that but but like what kind of lyrics are those When, when you think of the lyrics themselves it's just it's it's funny but but it's cool because I you know, back in the day they used the, the word fresh a lot. It was fresh. It was it really was. Like like what the heck? He's just rapping to the beat. He's literally rapping to the beat. And that was dope. He says about that line, he says, No one has ever been able to ascertain whether Lovebug Starsky or the Furious Fives Keith Cowboy Wiggins came up with the term hip hop. But I'd heard the phrase through my cousin and just started going hip hop. Hippie to the hippie to the hip hip hop and you don't stop. So he was just playing around with that word. You know, the part where I go, he says, the part where I go to the bang bang boogie, say to the jump to the boogie to the rim of the boogie to beat is basically a spoken drum roll. Like I said, um, I like the percussive sound of the letter B. <laughs> it's uh, what, what do you call that when you say a lot of words that start to get the same letters? Um, alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I can tell my um. Yeah. He says, when I was seven, I saw the Beatles film A Hard Day's Night with all the screaming girls. When Rapper's Delight hit, there was a lot of hysteria. We were in a record shop and the manager had to fray your style through the back. I remember thinking, man, this is just a hard day's night. Man, that shit was popping, just popping all over the city, all over eventually the world. But damn, I just I can just imagine 
that shit just going on the radio, or whatever, and everybody knew that song. And by then, you just is you guys just blow up. Everybody knows who you are. You're the you're the the guy who raps to the to the bank, to the boogie, to the you're that guy, you know, or you're those guys. It's, it's just having that fame, you know. Recently, I started. Um, I uh, I've been reading uh, Eminem book that I just got not too long ago. Um, it's called The Way I Am, and. He just talks about his fame and stuff. It's, it's a little older and stuff, but but man, that that shit opened my eyes because like, of course, you all know how how rappers take fame and stuff, like what we see in Instagram or whatever. But just hearing like he tells some stories that are just crazy, and and when you think about it, like when I just think about it, if that shit would ever happen to me, like stuff. That that he says in that book, or uh, just, of course, other rappers have other stories that are just crazy as well. But if you start thinking about those things when they happen to you, like damn, like damn, people really can't, you know, they can't be walking around going to the store no more doing normal shit when when you're that that big and people know who the fuck you are. They always want autographs. They always want, um, you know, they want to take a picture. They just want to bug you, whatever it is. It's just, it must be insane. It must be insane. Same thing goes for, you know, celebrities, actors, you know, athletes, whatever it is. It's just, you know, that's a whole nother level of dealing with, <laughs> with shit. And yeah, that's pretty much, you know, the, the basis of that interview, uh, which I thought was really dope. Um, pretty much how how that that song came together and they just talk about you know they keep on talking about what it meant to them um i don't want to go too long or read the whole article of course but um i just wanted to touch on that because that's legendary this day in hip-hop that's that's when that shit made the top 40 and everybody knows i think that song that's one of those songs where that's gonna live on forever i I really think so there's there's a few of those songs well there's a lot of them honestly but to be able to say that you have one of those songs that is going to live on forever, it's going to be in all the movies, it's going to be singing by kids that didn't even know who the fuck is singing that, who made that beat, who made that song. Like like me, I was one of those kids, you know. I, I don't know where I heard that shit from, but um, you know, I would I know what that what that was. Hip hop, hip hop. Um, there's also a, I just remember there's a Mac Miller video where, um. I forgot what song it was, but there's a music video in the beginning that starts him as a little kid, and he's he's rapping that. You know, he's just a little ass kid, and so I I just think of that. It's one of those songs, um, man. What what other songs are like that? I I think I said Snoop earlier. I think he has what um, I don't know. Does he have any songs like that? I mean, of course he has big songs, but I'm trying to think. Okay, when I think of the like, I would think. Songs that even like a grandma would know that what it was. Okay, I, I can think of the Dre and Dre and Hip Hop, Dre and Hip Hop, Dre and Snoop, uh, nothing but a G thing. That might be one of them. I don't know. Um, Gin and Juice might be one of them. Um, trying to go to Jay Z, Ninety Nine Problems. Oh, that's definitely one of them. I think so. You know, there's there's these um um that reminds me. I saw a Jay Z interview not too long ago. Um, where he's just in the bus and he's sitting next to an old lady and this old, you know, obviously everybody knows who Jay-Z's in there. So they're, everybody's mobbing around him and he's just sitting on the subway. But, um, and then the old lady just starts talking to him like, you must be pretty famous. And and, uh, Jay-Z like, he he takes it, you know, um, he's just laughing because, you know, seeing that there's this old lady, like she clearly doesn't know who the fuck I am. 
But I, I just he took it good. He took it. Good. I'm not trying to say he took it bad, but that that interaction was funny because yeah, he starts telling him, yeah, I'm a rapper. I go by the name Jay Z, and um, when he said that, when he said the name, she was like, she's an old lady, right? She said. Oh, so you're Jay Z? <laughs> he just starts laughing. He's like, and they start talking more. She's like, "Yeah, of course. Like, I've I've seen your name around. I've heard your name around. I just, you know, she's obviously not of that rap demographic, so she didn't know exactly who she was. But it just makes me. I'm going on a ramble here, but then of course Jay Z has some of those songs. I don't know. I would like to know what, what who who has those types of songs. I think as an artist. Um, I think that's every artist's one of their goals, right? To to be able to make music that's timeless, be able to make music that everybody knows, that's gonna live on forever, that is gonna be here to stay. Um, and man, I've I've that's just that's the goal, man. Uh, shout out to to artists, man. I have so much respect to artists for artists um, for you know whether it's rap, whether it's singing, whatever type of music it is, whether if you're a musician. Either way, I, I have so much respect because of all the hardships that come with it. Um, you know, the effort that goes into it, the time, the, you know, the sacrifices. Um, sometimes, you know, there's there's a lot of stories of, of famous famous artists that their, their come up was crazy, but it also affected their, their loved ones. You know, they sacrificed, you know spending time with family to to chase a dream where at the end of the day it paid off because you know it took to care of their family um at the end of the day they were able to take care of them and you know finally spend the time with them whatever it is um but yeah we 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 know all those stories so shout out to every artist that has ever tried to make music or that has really that is really trying to make it that's um you know that hasn't gave up man for real for real so much respect for 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 you guys for sure and that goes for any whatever your career is whatever your your path is as long as you're, you're putting in the effort i'll always salute that i'll always respect that and you know hardships are definitely gonna come but you know i think it's all about how how you handle those for sure and with that i just want to thank you guys for tuning in one more week thank you guys for listening thank you guys for a great year last year and we're going to keep it rocking. We're going to keep it moving this year. A lot of great things to come. Uh, I'm excited about this year. There's a lot of things that that I have uh, planned for this year. And I really hope that your dreams come true this year as well. That you fulfill all of your plans. And I wish you guys nothing but success. I want to thank all the listeners again. Thank all the hip-hop heads for tuning in. Subscribe to our pod if you like what you hear. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HHCloverleaf. And if you like the pod, man, tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell that friend to tell another friend. Stay tuned to our next episode. I want to give a special shout-out to all of the artists that I've ever had on here. All the artists that came up last year. All the guests that I've had up here. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. And we rock with you. I want to give a special shout out to all the hip hop heads again. Special shout out to the fans. Special shout out to everybody that that has supported. And with that, I'm going to be signing off now. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with us. And we appreciate that. This is Hip Hop Cloverleaf. Peace. It's easy enough.